the lumber town of Otari, with its storied past and a fair share of sinister secrets, has been fairly quiet in recent decades. Over the 400 years since its inception, the surrounding area has been the launching pad for many famous adventurers, and as a result, most of the ancient ruins have been fully explored, much of their mysteries already solved. But when the mysterious gauntlet, an eerie landlocked lighthouse, begins to glow with a baleful light, the people of Otari suspect it's an ominous prelude to sinister events. The call goes out for a new band of heroes to save the day. Those heroes are... Mukta. One's path in life may shift like the sands. You have to adapt or be buried. Halarmony Higgins. Can I play something for you? New Lara. Hey, I know that it's scary, but you have to get up. Okay? Take my hand. Very good. Let's go. Clovis. Nature is not to be put in order. Nature is order. It is for us to put ourselves in unison with this order. The time has come to enter the Abomination Vaults, Ruins of Gauntlet. So now as we kind of like zoom into tonight's session, the real issue is how do we find a way out? You have the prisoners you came down here to find. You know you have a pretty sizable bounty for returning them, 50 gold flat plus five gold per person that comes back alive. But the thing you're lacking right now is a way out. So mm, friends, so, uh, and I'll look to the group, Mukta. They said uh, the way out is back through the, uh, through the Drake Lair. Uh, I'm not sure I want to go in there because I still smell it because it's still in my nose, but uh, you you said you heard it pretty bad, Mukta. I'm not really sure. Now that we have extra people, perhaps we can get back through there. Um, I'm not really sure if, I mean, like a drake, a, a dragon or whatever can heal itself or do what it needs to do, but perhaps do you want to go back that way? Ah, well, now that we have the numbers and know what to expect. Maybe we can plan a little better rather than um, <clears throat> you falling into the muck. <laughs> hmm. So what you're saying is then I should go first instead of the last. But I don't want to go first. Uh, well, yeah, if we're going back, you probably shouldn't go first. You probably want to go last. <laughs> yeah, you'd probably want to stay in the back, uh, pal. That is exactly what happened the last time. But we're on the bottom now, not the top. Yeah, and we're together. Whereas the last time, you know, you were on the other side. I knew I should have trusted you. You were able to carry me, but I mean, here we are. I just need to get cleaned up. How about your friends? How are they uh, feeling, Mukta? How is my brother? Brother! Your, your brother. <laughs> He, the, your brother does walk out. Shad walks out. Your Shad. brother. Shad? And he's getting his... Wow, Chad. Kind of like Chad, but Shad. Oh, Shad Higgins. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, <getting, laughs> he's getting his, like, studded leather kind of put on. And he, he does say, like, oh, 
I couldn't help but overhear that your plan involves us fighting our way through that creature. The same uh, creature, if I'm not mistaken, that is the reason that we are in the pickle that we're in in the first place, as a matter of fact. Did you find your way around here? Could you lead us out? We could well, dig, but it would take several weeks uh, around the corner, and I'm not sure these guys would be very patient as they build their mm, ballistas and their crossbows, and uh, I, I can't help but think that Mukta would uh, put his nose in and try to help them. Well, all, when we came on this mission, we staked it out. We waited for that drake to go hunting. We slipped in. The plan was to slip out before it returned. You know, we, we timed it. it. It pretty much spent a good three, four hours a day hunting. Mm. So we thought we'd have a good window. Uh, something must have triggered it to return earlier that day. I don't know. We, it kind of cut off our escape. And we were stuck between a, how do you say it, a rock and a hard place? Uh, perhaps a rock and, and a hard place? Uh, well, perhaps. A, I mean, these are kobolds, of course. Kobolds, right? Yeah, but the joke, the joke was good enough. It's okay. So, you know... They, they look they're like they have like rapiers and one of them's holding like a like a shiv and they're like I'm not sure how much benefit will be in a fight but uh well if you could judge your uh, health from one to ten brother uh what where do you think you would lay uh shad <laughs> well I feel healthy I just feel very malnourished you know we haven't been properly fed in weeks and I, I could use a good night's rest um, I would say if anything I feel a little uh, fatigued hmm, perhaps uh, we should go back to that to that other room uh, that you mentioned there uh, Clovis with the uh, big statue and the muddy wall and we go rest in there and we can move away from these people um, and then you could give them each uh, a berry like you gave Mukta and we can have that conversation there but uh, I think these guys are pretty happy with the uh, plentiful bounty that we have provided for your rescue. I agree. There's, uh, don't forget, there is a, uh, I believe, a secret passage or door I saw on the way in. I think we should check that out. Okay. I think we should go there now. I don't want to stay here and think about my financial ruin. Mm. <laughs> Indeed. Okay. I also have uh, some rations for them in case the good berry um, might could be, you know, a little bit expensive for your brother. No offense. I see. Hmm. I look at him. Understand. I mean, they will definitely they will definitely jump on the rations as soon as they can. Mm -hmm. uh, but they do look like kind of nervous. Like basically, what they're they kind of are are looking at you and looking at them, saying, "We should probably get out of here before someone realizes that you mm -hmm. talked the guards into letting us go." Yes, let's go. Because I've heard the big boss, and, you know, he's not exactly someone I want to tussle with. Come, let's follow let's go. Uh, Clovis back let's to where we, we went and came yep. from. Clovis, please. Yep. There's, like, a long, dark hallway that, like, heads north, and you can only see up to a certain extent. But at the far end of the hallway, there is this glowing green light just pulsing. You want to follow Nular. your brother. Nular would probably be able to see up to the end of the whole hallway, I think. I'll try. They speak like undercommon, right? Yes, the the Morlocks speak undercommon. I will do my best. Thank you in undercommon. Okay. Of course, I will correct her. I should. Oh, uh, that's how you say it. Oh, I know. It's the wasn't accent. Wasn't bad, it's but very more, 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 a little more throaty, more the sound. Okay. Indeed. I'll do it again. Okay. <laughs> 
you can see there's a long hallway that actually has a few doors kind of coming off it and at the very end there is a door and at the bottom of the door you see a green light i uh, will take note of that and head to the room where everyone else is waiting sure so back as you pass through that other room, the the other Morlocks are all already back to trying to re repair this thing. And one of them, apparently, as you walk by, you can hear one of them has this bright idea, which is like, if we add, if we like double tension coil the string here, we can get twice as much firing power. And they're like trying to do it, but every time they do, the string like snaps. But they're really dead set on trying this. As I'm walking they're, by, uh, you're on the right track. Keep going that way. Yeah, there is like you do notice, Mukta. Like these people are like, as much as they're like being a little crazy and a little out there with their designs and stuff. It, there's, it's very obvious that these are very capable engineers, but they just keep getting in the way of themselves by never being happy with what's enough. They're always improving. They're always trying to do something better, and they don't accept good enough. You know what I mean? But there is a there is a genius in their madness. Close okay. the okay. Very good, Mukta. I was going to say close the door. But uh, we're good. Uh, give us a few minutes. Uh, I think mm, Clovis can create some berries. They're very good. But we have some rations. Should you want them? Uh, they will definitely jump go. on the rations if you have them. Here you go. Okay. Just uh, let me know if you need uh, good berries. I can pass them out. And so they instantly start tearing into, like, the, the food, you know? Like, just like they haven't eaten in probably, like, five days. And then, like, one of them in the middle of, like, mouthfuls is just like, oh, have you ever seen where Porvon? Did you, oh, is, is he okay? And he wipes his mouth, like, sorry, Porvon. What, uh, can, you, uh, can you describe Porvon? Short, bald, you know, tattoo on his shoulder. They drag him out of the cell about three days ago. It didn't I'm, sound good. I'm going to look over towards uh, the, the female captive that we just freed. Uh-huh. And just kind of subtly just shake my head no. She, she like, makes eye contact with you a bit and nods and goes back to eating her rations. What, what kind of rations would you carry, Nular? <laughs> Stay clocked, the, the thing that came with uh, my adventure pack, but I'm going to say it's going to look like the elven bread. Okay. Tastes like chalk. I mean, they did just happen to, to perv on, so... It's not the best, but it should sustain them. Yes. Like, they, they are definitely, like, half full bellies, which is going to help. They're still, like, kind of malnourished, right? So they all do have the um, the fatigue one condition mm -hmm. until they can manage to get a rest. But uh, at least they're not starving anymore. So, Mukta, you said you really wounded that uh, Drake out there. Do you think it is going to hide in its hole as we come through? Uh, it can't be, I mean, if what my brother said, well, I'm sorry, what uh, Shad here says, uh, your name doesn't have to be, uh, your surname doesn't perhaps be, have to be uh, Higgins, does, does it, Shad? Uh, no, sorry, my name is uh, actually Nunder, Shad Nunder. Okay, so this isn't really my brother. He, he reaches out. He actually like she goes to shake your hand. Like he, they now that they're they got some food in their belly, they're a little safe. They seem to be like very appreciative of you guys. I will uh, go in for the hug instead. <laughs> will Shad let Honorary me? Honorary brother. He will. Okay, so he, he, you see him. You go in for the hug, but you see a very confused look over your shoulder. Everyone behind you sees the look on his face, kind of like a "what the hell" kind of thing. But he doesn't stop you. So, uh, Mukta said he wounded that Drake. Uh, if you know, if you guys know where to uh, 
when it's supposed to go hunt, we can perhaps uh, set up a either plan or ambush, and should it come back, we, I mean, we'd just have Mukta shoot it again. Um, that was, I didn't see it. That was the story. But, of course, I was under the water. But it hit, it, I mean, it doesn't hit that hard. At least it doesn't hit me. Uh, yeah, so it's hunting patterns. It seems to wait for some, for sun up. So at sunrise, uh, uh, it'll typically wake up just after sunrise and leave. And usually you have a good at least three-hour window before it returns. But, like, it's pretty close to midnight by about now. Oh. I've been tracking time since you guys left. So an all the and we're basically come out. at like some tar- somewhere between like eleven and midnight. Like you're starting to feel like the fatigue set in. Uh, Mukta, can you uh, lock those doors there, or are they beat up like the other ones? Let me go see, uh, and I check these doors. You don't have a key, but you're pretty sure you could lock them. The doors are not super high. You know, they're they're a little bit more, more well kept, and you can see where they've been repaired by the Morlocks. So, like, it's a little more reinforced on this side. You could definitely try to relock them with your lockpicking abilities. I will try to relock these doors. So, sure. Shad, I was thinking, um, perhaps, uh, you know, we can either uh, go and go by the Drake, the Green Drake that lives in the swamp, or we can, you know, perhaps, I'm not really sure how uh, how often the uh, boss dragon comes and visits his ballista people. Uh, I just hope it doesn't happen in the next few hours. We've got uh, some time to kill before sun up. Let's see. Yeah. Nulara, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Well, the last time we saw the Drake, I ha- I just had my shield. Uh, I didn't have a weapon on. If anything, I feel a little... I kind of want to sh- show that, that Drake that I can beat it, to be perfectly frank. And if it's already been bloodied by Mukta, I wasn't able to see, unfortunately. Uh, I was unconscious. I'd like, to, I'd like to give it another go. Oh, so you mean to tell me that uh, you didn't just faint because, you know, the green drake came out of the water. It actually uh, bit you or hit you or whatever it does. Is that yeah, why? Yeah, and then I, and I, I point at, like, the scar that's underneath my uh, left arm. Yeah, it took a good chunk, actually. But because of your guys' healing, it doesn't look as bad. I'm not bleeding through my bandages anymore, so... I think I'm good Your to fight. Your still burns a little bit. You can still feel a little bit of residual acid. Yeah. The, the eye thing, though, I think that's going to pass soon. But I don't think it's going to blind me or anything. Mm, okay, so you're saying that, uh, well, I vote we stay. Darn it. Wait for the morning, um, but that is my vote. But of course, I don't carry around a shield or a sword like you or the rest of the people. Uh, I just play my music. Well, I mean, I, to, oh, sorry, Clovis, go ahead. No, I was going to say, uh, I'd like to, let's, let's look while we sit here and rest, let's look at this door. Uh, Mukta, can you make sure this, what I'm looking at here, doesn't look to be trapped or anything? Yep, why don't you go ahead and make a, a secret perception check for me, Mukta? Once, once Clovis points it out to you, it's pretty obviously placed here, like, it's not super well hidden. It's definitely hidden. It's, it's a secret door by definite means, but the seams on the outside are not too crazy. Uh, you give it a look, and it seems, yeah, it doesn't seem to be trapped whatsoever. 
and you're pretty sure that you know just looking at it it looks like this specific secret door there, there's not much to it there's no like secret compartment or like way to open it if you just give it a little bit of a shove it'll uh swing out towards you i guess it'd be more like a pull if you were to like jimmy like a blade in there or a crowbar and give it a little bit of a tug it would slide out the stone would slide out towards you everybody stand back please i need room to work okay i'm going to try to sleight of hand the blade in that place abracadabra oh my god okay Give me your, uh, I guess it could possibly be thievery. Blind or private? Roll. Uh, you can make it public, because this is just an RP fun thing. Okay. Oh. Yeah, uh, no, that was good. Almost a 15. So, uh, so everyone sees you, mm-hmm. but uh, you're able to get a blade in there. Yep, and I'll and, push uh, the you door. Go ahead and open the door. Yep. So you get the blade, you give it a little bit of pull, and it kind of like slides out a little bit. It's, it's a little, takes a little force, but then once it starts going, there's just the slightest bit of like stone on stone uh, grumbling. You should be able to click that door, right? Do it. I'll turn and I'll bow. Okay. Yeah. So you look like you, you see a little bit of the lights and like, you know, how you could always reposition the light to look into it more if you want, but it's like a five foot wide hallway and it features kind of three alcoves on each side, like every few feet going down the hallway. And at the far end of the room, it leads to a door and through all six of these alcoves, there's just each, each alcove has like a stone sarcophagus leaned up against the wall in it. And on the north door that you can see up ahead, at the bottom of the door, there's the faintest blue glow. What do you see, Zermukta? It's a hallway, and uh, if I take a quick peek, there seems to be some sort of uh, sarcophagus, sarcophagi, in these little cubby holes. Do you mean like see where people are dead and they, they live, or they don't live no more? Uh, I'm hoping they don't live. <laughs> um, yes, but uh, those kind that the people are buried. Um, Every I'm going to take a step out because sarcophagi in the desert, uh, <laughs> you don't want to disturb those. What is in there? <laughs> well, you know how I said I hope they're not living? Sometimes mm-hmm. they're living. <laughs> well, Human. sort of living. Unliving, like... I'm not quite sure. <laughs> Mm. They move and they hit you. Are you able to close this door? I'm not sure we want to go down there. I mean, it is the it is the Drake you know versus the Sarfakafa guy you don't know. Maybe. Mm. Well, maybe we whatever, can send... whatever God's plan is. If we must face the Drake, the Drake, then that's God's plan. <laughs> we can send Mushi in there and let him. We can see what's in there. Clovis, how many times today? Did Mushi almost get killed? <laughs> he is living on the le- on the edge. It's like I, I remember this one song that my friend Marianne, or perhaps it was Jonathan, um, John Jonathan Bon Jovi, uh, living on the edge or living on the prayer. I forget. Yeah, he's definitely living on the edge. Uh, I mean, we don't know even if this passageway leads out eventually. It could just lead deeper into this labyrinth. My vote, I mean, from a pure 
security uh, perspective. Better to face the danger you know and can calculate than head into the unknown. Very oh, true. But what, what if there's treasure in there? Mulka? I never said we're not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to sprint across it real quick and then sprint back? No. no? Okay. I, I don't think so. I, w- I will say this, as you guys have sat here having this conversation with the door open and, and just kind of coming to an idea of what you might want to do, um, those of you who are like kind of like eyeballing it, like especially new Lara and Mukta who peeked in for a little bit, the, the blue light that's like glowing at the end of the hallway, like from the bottom of the door frame, it starts to feel eerily similar and you, you get a, a sense that it, it's the same sort of blue oh. glow that comes from the top of the lighthouse. Oh, nope. Big nope. I don't think we're ready for this yet. Yeah, instantly close. Oh, shit. I, uh, I saw something that's very similar to the very thing that we were running away from. Yeah. Not the Drake, but the the deadlier one. Bokara, I think. I'm beginning to hate this place. As you say that, like, over on the shrine, um, there's, like, the loud, like, almost, like, banging noise. Going to jump, startled, and run across and hide behind the lady. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they all turn their head and look. Um, and you can see, like, it seems like um, like part of this, like, bone... Because they built this bone statue covered in, like, robes and moss and all this stuff. One of the bones had broken and fallen off the thing, and there's, like, a bit of a broken bone just lying underneath it. Okay, um, I think it's time to go. We should, uh, prepare for the strike. Okay. I, I I'm not, I'm not, we need to get out of here. I mean, perhaps, perhaps that, uh, blue light you were referring to is, uh, coming over the city once again. We need to get back. Okay. All right. We gotta get you by guys back safe. I'm gonna pull out my long sword this time. Okay. <laughs> Steve. Yeah, you get your sword out and ready. Yeah. Uh, well, I, if you could send one of the lights ahead of the group a bit, and maybe I can uh, go ahead before the group at the edge of the light and try to get into a uh, prime position. I can do that. It takes me a minute to move them. They have to be really close to each other. Uh, before before we step out, I'd like to just tell the the three captives that um, it's okay if you guys don't fight. I don't want you guys to die because you tried. There are people looking for you outside of these, outside of this place. So if you can keep yourselves alive, that'd be great. We'll do our best. Uh, they on my post. Yeah, they they they're plan is to kind of stay in the back and stay out of danger as much as they can but um they they do reiterate like if if there's an opening and there's a way for them to be useful they will jump in and take that opportunity i look but, over right. if, yeah, well if we die then uh, i don't know how you're getting out so <laughs> all right N- nulara still has the uh, her light my light on her right so, yes okay. she's her shield is still glowing with that light that you put on all right perfect. all right well, Okay, Mukta, you're going to go ahead, or you're going to stay right there next to that lady you're looking looking at. Uh, I'm going to go ahead, and I said, "Don't," and I said, "I'll put my hand on her shoulder." Don't worry, we're going to get you out, and uh, I'm going to message you, Steve. Okay, for sure. And if you guys want to go ahead and just, uh, we're going into like exploration mode. So whatever your current exploration mode activities would be, um, if it's different than usual, I know when usually it's like. 
Nulara is well Nulara changes right sometimes it's yeah. raise a shield sometimes it's you know tonight I'm actually mm-hmm. gonna defend defense so you got the shield ready mm-hmm. to go right okay and then how are you sustaining the lights yeah I'm gonna sustain sustain the lights okay Clovis I am I'm gonna defend also okay so you'll have your shield up and Mukta avoiding notice Avoiding notice, okay. So uh, we go ahead, and you can go ahead and move up whoever's taking point. Did you want to go first, um, Mukta? Mukta, did you go ahead? (laughs) Oh, I thought Hal wanted to go first. I'm gonna use a hero point. You gonna use a hero point? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. They don't even know what you're using a hero point on. Neither does audience us for that fact. Okay. Pretty good. I will go ahead. Open the door. And uh, sneakily make my way as far as the light will take. Okay. Make that stealth check so we can see how sneaky you're being. And the rest of you just go ahead and move on up from room to room, whichever direction you're going. I'll be like uh, 10 feet away from um, Mukta. Did Mukta say he uh, he does not want the light? I want the light kind of at the edge. I want to be at the edge of the farthest light, pretty much. Hmm. Okay, good luck. Yeah, the lights have to be within ten feet of each other. So, are you like ten? Are you just ahead of the darkness of the light, or just behind the light? Just ahead, so I can see like a little bit in front of me. Got it. Yeah, but I'm not like in the you know. Yep. What's so? The, do I make uh, that a public or? Just make it a, make it a private roll. Like make it a secret roll. Okay. Okay. You're sneaking up pretty sneakily up towards the. I guess you're going back to where the Drake lives, right? I'm going to try to make my way probably all the way back to uh, my hiding spot underneath the, the boats. Okay. Go ahead. And then <laughs> make my way. And so uh, with everyone else, um, how close are you staying behind? Uh, uh, I said 10 feet away. Oh, where'd you You're go? 10 feet behind him. And then what's the other marching order? So I'm going to keep the, the, the three prisoners like in the back and they're all they're all sneaking actually they're since they're fatigued they actually can't take exploration activities so they're staying back and trying to be as quiet as possible uh steve can i retroactively um pull out my morning star instead of my long sword sure okay yeah we say you're going down the hallway and then you stop and then you have a change of heart and then you just put away the long sword and withdraw the morning sword or uh, morning star yes please okay okay i'm gonna i don't want to give up Richard, is it better for Mukta to, for me to be in front or behind him? I'm already hidden. I mean, I think I am. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I just my, wanna... I've made my way to uh, Mukta has made his way down and in okay. his spot, so you can go wherever you want. Okay, because I want to shine the light on everyone, or at least our passage. Can I see the police system from where I'm at, Steve? Yes. The police system pretty much ends not too far from where Mukta is kind of um, in the back of the room. Mm-hmm. It, it goes further back, kind of where all that pile of stuff is. It looks a little damaged from the acid blast earlier, but not enough to completely fall apart. And, well, Armady, uh, do, you want, do you want me to stay behind you or do you want me to go in front of you? I mean, of course, Clovis, go in, go in front of me. I prefer you and Mushi. Uh, Steve, did any of us notice during the fight that it had a harder time with its tail attack in the water? Uh, I think it'd been pretty noticeable. Like you can see, like as the tail came down to hit, it hits the water, and there's like big splash, and the tail swung a lot less harder than it did when it hit the 
the wall above your head. So yeah, I think it's pretty reasonable for you guys to know that you know, bludgeoning attacks in water is harder. Like stabbing attacks, like piercing and slashing is probably good, but bludgeoning, things that do force and impact damage in the water is gonna be harder. It's just common sense. Um, not just that thing, but even if you guys try to swing like, you know, if, if Nulara tried to use her Morningstar with a bludgeoning underwater, she's gonna have a harder time with it. But I will say this too, like Nular's kind of snuck up to the edge of the water and Mukta, you're kind of hiding back there. You notice very subtly in the water ahead, there's some ripples that that might have has gone unnoticed with uh, everyone else, but you you've picked up on it. I'll give like a low kind of bird whistle. I look back. Can she see me? <laughs> I know. Can yeah. I see? She her? can see you. Yeah, yeah. She can. See, yeah. You're, you you can see him. <laughs> I'm going you to see him. You see his tail sticking out from under a boat. <laughs> oh, that's a bird. That's a cat bird. Mukta, what? You can see me. Oh uh, yeah, your tail's sticking out. You thought you were hiding? Damn tail! All the time with the tail. Yeah, maybe plug it in a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then okay. at that moment when Nina is, or sorry, New Lars turned around and talking with you, the water like breaks and you see the dragon oh, <laughs> rise up out of the water. And uh, they, they, yeah, they definitely notice you, Mukta. I'm sorry. But I can still use stealth for initiative, right? You can still use your stealth for initiative, yeah, because you were avoiding noise. You weren't doing very good at it, but you were yeah. able to use it. So, okay. So, uh, everyone. I need you guys to roll initiative for me. Let's go. Let's kill the strike. Right? Round two. Just had an interesting thought. I got to make a note for later. Hey. I wasted it. I mean, waste is a strong word. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What is happening? Uh, New Lyra. <laughs> The, the trick is out. Uh, well, it already saw it. The trick's out. The trick's out. Get ready. Oh, man. Moved it with that little roll. Okay. Uh, narratively, it plays, right? Yep. Okay. But New Lara, you are like Mukta is like gives you the warning and that like hair on the back of your neck kicks in. And you, you see the, the creature kind of breach the water, its head sticking out. What would okay. you like to do? I know that I am, well, not know, but I have a good clue that I'm kind of useless um, underwater. So I will, for my first action, continue raising my shield and then okay. spend the next two actions to hold my turn, uh, to ready an attack Okay. once he gets within range. And then you got your Morningstar out, right? Mm-hmm. So you got your shield raised and then you're holding your action. So when it comes nearby, you're just going to smack it. Yes, sir. Okay. That's the end of my turn. All right. The uh, wow, they all kind of grouped up with their initiatives, didn't they? Well, they're all just hiding in the back room because they're not even aware of anything going on yet. Clovis. Same thing. I'm gonna just hold my action at this point. So you're gonna you're gonna delay your turn, or you're gonna hold an action? Um. Delay your turn means you can go after somebody else's turn later in an initiative, but holding an action, you spend two actions to do a one action something later. Yeah, I'll delay my turn. Okay. So you're delaying your turn. Okay, so you're just delaying. You let me know when you're ready to jump in at the end of someone else's turn. Right. So right now, this uh, this Drake is looking right at you, Nulari. You got your shield raised. 
it like rears its head back and it shoots an acid spitball across the water that like basically lands like right in this back square and it's going so it's going to use its uh caustic mucus ability Ew. yeah it's that, it's that acidic like breath weapon it did uh, earlier in the fight so it is a 10 foot burst I'm trying to find where's the uh a reflex save right a 10-foot burst. Get all, all three of us. Yeah, it's going to go off and get all three of you. Um, you're going to have, because you're hiding behind stuff, so you have partial cover, so you're going to get a, a plus two circumstance bonus, um, Mukta, because you are hiding. Um, so I need everyone to make, I'll put it in chat again. Uh, okay. I did it, but it did it in um, private. Oops. But it is a uh, basic reflex save. So can you guys, uh, Clovis? happening <laughs> nice <laughs> we have a, a natural 20 from new Lara means you completely 100% avoid all the damage from the breath weapon I think this time you're ready for it you've seen it before and you like get your shield up between you and the blast and uh, it completely avoids all the damage so that's good uh, Mukta gets a 19 so that means you get a success so you only take mm. um, so you take half damage so let's roll the damage so it's 12. So Mukta, you take six. And then uh, Clovis, you fail. So you take the full 12. And the splash gets you in the eyes. And your eyes are now burning with acid. And you're taking persistent acid damage and, until you're able to get it out of your face. But that is that is uh, what it does. It it, um, it stays where it is out in the water. I'll yell, coward! <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if he understands you. Um, okay, so now that's the so that's the that's the end of. Okay. All right. So uh, I will take my turn now, and I will take Ray of Frost. You, you can see him, right? Actually, I don't think you can see him from where you are. You can spend right. um, you can spend a stride or a step action yep, to do that. I'll take a stride here. Okay, twenty six is gonna hit. Very nice. Roll damage on that. Um, it's not a crit. It is just a straight hit. So six points of, what was it, cold damage? Cold damage, yep. Okay, he takes the full six points of cold damage as you blast him. Um, it's not a crit, so there's not the additional damage. Um, but yeah, it hits him and uh, he looks pretty hurt. That'll be my turn. Okay, at the end of your, can you roll, so you're gonna, you, as you're, you're, you're looking through the acid in your eyes, you blast him with cold, the acid burns, so you're gonna take, you're gonna take uh, four points of acid damage, and I need you to make just a straight DC, just a DC 15 flat check. Just roll a d20 for me. All right, the poison does not go away. It's still burning at you. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mukta. Action, I will hide. You already are hiding, right? I don't know, you, you wanna, wanna re-hide because you yeah. know Nular spoiled that your, yeah. your thing happened, yeah. so. So you're gonna use to try to hide in a different sort of cover position. Okay. Mm -hmm. Blind or just public at this point? You can just roll public at this point because it's gonna it's gonna be make or break right afterwards. Oh. Okay. So it's all right. I'm assuming it's not gonna be flat-footed. If you're not burning a hero point, then no, it does reckon it 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 sees where you're coming from, so it's not gonna be flat-footed. No, I'm not gonna burn a hero point yet. I'll just attack it. Okay. So yeah, unfortunately it is not flat-footed. Uh, 21 is a hit. 
All right. Thank you for the plus four extra on your uh, trained ability. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Eight for 21. I'm not sure it will take it out because I did target it, but so we'll see. Wow. Two points. Two points of damage. Okay. He's, um, it, it doesn't... That not doing so much damage. This just like barely got through its sick like, Yeah. And I'll let everyone else spread out. And um, for my last, oh no, it takes two actions. Damn it. Um, I'm going to uh, stride, take a stride action. Okay. Maybe where I can see it still. Probably here. Just down the hallway a bit. Yep. And hit. What's the range on that? Should hit. Nice. Right. And last but not least, the person who, you know, didn't mm -hmm. actually see this happening, so is reacting last. So narratively, it makes sense. Hal. So Hal sees this stuff flying through the air. He's going to take a free action to do lingering composition. And then he's okay. going to inspire courage. Very nice. Yeah, last I need to round longer. Do that Let's performance check. Go. How many uh, burn hero points? That is. Okay. Yeah, it's a failure, not a critical yep. failure. So I see so out. Uh, we've got to hold on to what we've got. It matters if we make it or not. And not much better. Still a oh. failure, unfortunately. So it lasts for it lasts for one round. Okay. But you don't use up your focus point, right? Correct. It's not crit fail. Correct. And then you have one more action, right? I have uh, two. I have one. Yeah, I'll sustain, and then I have another one. Focus inspire courage is just one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll cast uh, shield on myself, and that is my turn. All right, top of the round, Nulara. Oh man, he doesn't want to get closer. Okay. Well, if you remember, uh, I guess you fought him last time. You know that he can't use his breath weapon every turn. There is mm -hmm. a, a built-in delay when the next time he can use it. Okay. Whether he's come in or not, you're not sure. But you can't just, like, use his breath weapon every turn. No, no, let's do this. Uh, I'm releasing the Morning Star, And then for my first action, I'm grabbing the trident. Of course. Come this on, is your lucky trident. Don't it's three for three. Fail me now. Crits. Not break the streak. Uh, well, I feel like it will now. <laughs> okay, if, second if action. This, if this crits, then it's it's. He jinxed you. No, no. If it crits, though, this is just like from now until ever. This is just the best magical weapon. If if it crits, yeah. if it crits, I'm gonna put it into the museum to it's have like, it traded yes. to the fighter <laughs> magical weapon. Yep. You get an arrow yeah. point if you crit right now. Alrighty. I'm gonna give the the the, the, the trident a kiss right before you throw it though. I'm caressing it a little bit. All right, yep. we got this. Let's do Let's this. Let's do it. Come on, crit. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, that's going to miss. It's going to be a miss. Um, hero point. Hero point. Hero point. Yeah, no, yeah, I'll use the hero point. All right. Let's try it again. Let's come up. Worse. Oh, worse. Oh, oh man. man. So Scrog. Okay. Yeah, the trident like sails out, hits his his hide. This is probably the hardest thing it's ever tried to pierce, and it just glances slightly off his hide and like splashes in the water below it. It's okay, I still believe in you. And then for my third action, I'm gonna raise my shield. Okay, so you raise your shield again. Mm -hmm. I think um, back in the room, like the the three like 
you know, these people are kind of like positioning. They got their weapons at the ready. They're looking down the hall for like an opportunity to pounce on it. But from back here, there's not much they can do. So they're just going to kind of stay back here, which gives this uh, creature. It, it speaks its draconic language. It, you can feel the contempt in its words, Nulara. And it like rushes forward to meet you right on the shore in battle. And it's going to use um, an ability it has, which is called Draconic Frenzy. Okay. Which allows it to make three attacks for two actions. Okay. But it, it still gets the, uh, you know, the attack penalty like normal. So it starts with a fang attack on you. Okay. A 30. Uh, doesn't crit. Luckily, it doesn't crit because you raise your shield, right? Uh-huh. Let me, let me target you so it comes up and says that. Okay. So and then um, for, for my shield block, like, I can choose, like, I can wait for the damage before I, like, Presumably, save that I'm blocking it, right? entirely clear or not, but I'll say you can wait for the damage to see if you want. Okay. Okay. 14 mm. points of damage. Uh, I'll take it. Take the whole thing? Uh-huh. Okay. Then it, with its frenzy, comes the tail bash with a minus five penalty. That misses. Okay. The tail comes through, and you know you get your shield uh, to glance off of you. And then its third attack with the minus ten penalty is a critical fail. So it, it tries to do the third swipe, and there's a little bit of water on the the surface from where it like splashed up, and a little okay. bit of debris. It actually loses its footing, and it, and then the the tail just thuds against the wall, and it, it looks kind of crazy. Like in its crazy frenzy, it's kind of thrown precision out the window. It's just okay. flailing around. In anger and nice. you hold your granular but nice. yes unfortunately yeah you didn't get to absorb the damage but hey it's okay but that was all three of his actions moving and then uh nice. using its frenzy clovis all right i'm going to step back in this little crevice okay and if you go that am... far back you can't see it yep and i am going to pop a good berry Two actions to try to get off the uh, poison, can't you? You can yeah, try to like wipe the poison out of your eyes if you want. Yeah. Oh yeah. As an action. It's, uh, persistent two actions. Just to, like, oh, it's two, two actions. actions to try to get persistent damage off you. Okay, so or it's two mean, actions need a good berry because I'm about ready to go down. So I guess getting rid of that persistent damage is better. Yeah, so either or, I'm you can fail, right? Just, just to point out with Goodberry, right, it's two actions to cast Goodberry, and then it yep. creates the berry, and it's another action to eat it. Oh, it is? It takes an, it says okay. it takes an interact action to eat the berry. So All right. I would try to. You probably have a healing potion on you. Yeah, Oh, yeah. so two actions. You try to wipe the poison. Give me a straight uh, d20 roll, 15 or higher to clean it off. Oh, fuck, a 20 and roll back. Hero point. Yes, sir. All right, hero point it is. I saw that hit a 20 and then rolled off. Yeah, it was rolling on that, right? I was waiting for my... No, oh, you guys are terrible at this, by the way. I just got to say, you guys are I'm going to go down. I'm going to die. Ooh. So two actions to try to um, wipe it out of your eye. All right, then I'll drink a healing potion. Well, drinking a healing potion takes two actions. So that was just it's one. one action to interact with it to draw it, and then a second one to drink it. Like a right. good berry. Yep. Well, so. good berries two to cast it and one to eat it. Potions, and one then, to retrieve it and one to drink it. Then, all right, you can well, use the that's... level one. Oh, you don't have heal, huh? No, so I you can cast level one heal on yourself. But he yeah, has a wand of heal. You'd have to draw it though. You could you yeah. could draw the wand so you have it ready for next turn. Yeah, let's do that. All right. 
So you third action draw the one. Now, you're gonna take some acid damage. Five Ooh. points of acid damage. How are you? You're still up, right? Yeah, I'm still up. And now Got roll another d20 for the persistent damage, see if it goes away. Oh yeah, maybe this will work. Got this. Okay. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> 15 and so high, right? 15 that oh, does the five damage, and it finally burns out, and it's no longer, like, Jesus affecting you. Christ. Thank you. Mukta. Okay. Finish it, Mukta. Yeah, the problem is I don't really... can't really hide in this hallway. Depending on how risky you want to be, you could tumble through it and then stab it from the back. And That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. That's actually what I was thinking. Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to tumble through yep. to get behind it. Yep, so tumble through. You just stride up to your speed and then can dive through an enemy. So it says to make an acrobatics check against the enemy's reflex DC. Yep. So let's go ahead and make that check. The reflex DC is going to be 19 on this check as you try to tumble through it. Nice. Ooh, look how clean that is. Let's That's a go. critical success. There's nothing bonus for a critical success on this. Uh, except I have acrobatic dedication. Whenever you critically succeed at acrobatics check to tumble through an enemy space, you don't treat the enemy space as difficult to terrain. Okay. Let's awesome. go. So you can move Let's further. Go. So you can go ahead and move through and land I'm, on that I little mean, ledge. I'm, I'm not going to move any further. Just I'm going to go but right no, here it, anyway. It is cool to know you do have that. Yeah. So you can go ahead and move behind him. There's a little lip on the ledge. Uh, as you kind of do this awesome running slow-mo through Nulara, through the Drake, tumble through, it snaps at you, misses. Uh, you know, you end up behind it. Take a hero point for that awesome maneuver. Let's nice. go. Go. Nice job. Um, and you okay. stand up. You're balancing between this thing and the water. You know, it, hey, it is it's so blanked. badass. So, yeah, I'm, I actually dropped my short bow. Okay. And... Uh, that I'm gonna, yeah, like, sl- yeah, like, yeah. I get, yeah, sure, I'll keep on to it. And then I'll, like, slide, do it like a slide passing Lara and then roll underneath the, the Drake's leg and pop awesome. up at the, and the same time I pop up, I draw my rapier in one motion and stab at it. Yeah, oh, yes. Make that attack. It is flat footed against you. Go out a plus one for the Muzak. You got a plus one to the damage and to the attack roll from. Yep, it's already on there. All right. Hall FM. Oh, that's right. You got the Inspired Bird. Yep. Yes! 27 with the flat-footedness. That is a crit. Oh! Finish it, exactly. It was exactly what you needed for a crit. Wow! 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 That's intense. Wow, that's awesome. It's it's 1d6. Yeah, let's just check out the damage on that, right? Because it's 1d6... You rolled a six and a one mm-hmm. on your d6 plus five takes that to what 12 plus or you double it to 24 and then the d8 added an extra five mm-hmm. yeah that's so much damage it just compounds so much that's oh, crazy let's go all right mukta how would you like to do this let's go Woo! let's go so I'll see. I'll hear Clovis's cries of pain. I'll think back on the Lara on the ground. I'll say, "Not again! Not this time!" And I'll get on all fours. So I'll put my bow away now, knowing that I have an extraction. Um, I'll get on all fours and run down at my top speed. I'll actually somersault over Nulara, and when I land in the somersault, I'll. 
tumble between its legs, and as I stand up underneath it, I draw my rapier and just pierce it straight through its abdomen. Nice. Whoa, nice. Very nice. nice. And yeah, right through that, like, kind of, it's not quite dragon skin, but it's, it, it still is a little scaly and pretty I'll aim, I'll aim where my arrow pierced it during our first fight. Nice. And yeah, it, it like rears its head up and it screams and it, it like sprays like poison on the walls as its head like starts like slap, like, you know, swiveling around and it like lies dead in like a heap. And like the, the like, at, at what you saw to Nular, as he was like tumbling through it and getting ready to strike it, it was like waiting for him and it had its tail like up and it was about to like, like smack Mukta in the head with his tail if the blow did not kill it. And he is able to like avert that because it doesn't have a reaction to use after it dies. That's so awesome, Mukta. That was that was awesome. So that that Drake that has been plaguing you, this thing, the only thing between you and the exit, Capiche. Good job, guys. Oh, um, hearing um Clovis like groan in pain. Uh, can I help uh, him like take uh get the uh, acid off of his eye? Yeah, you can run over and kind of help him with that. Um, yeah, yeah, like he's not like actually taking like persistent damage anymore, but um, you know he he's oh, okay. looking pretty rough. I'll uh, it did, it did I'll walk down to the middle and he'll look at Clovis and say, mm, "My friend, you don't look so good. Here, take my mind, take my pain, like an empty bottle takes the rain, and I'll heal, heal, heal you, and I will cast soothe on him." Okay, soothe it is for seven points. Seven healing to close. There's no more Fresnel catch the River Drake. She is no longer a menace here under the Gauntlet Ruins. And we fade in with you guys, you know, doing like you guys were doing at the end, which was tending to, to Clovis, who's looking very rough at the end of that fight. Yeah, and then, you know, the, the three sort of prisoners in the back are kind of like peeking in and being mm-hmm. like, hey, like, uh, you know. I'll move back it's, towards it's clear, them. And then they, they kind of. Sure. Run into the lady and uh, look for my brother, Shad. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. it looks like uh, your boyfriend, and I'll look to the girl, uh, your boyfriend Mukta killed the, the Drake. Everything is good. Uh, I think we should be able to go ahead as long as you can. Uh, oh, sorry, didn't mean to close the door on you. Uh, as long as you can uh, <laughs> carry me, or one of you carry me to the top, we should be just fine. Yeah, luckily, like the rope looking up, like the rope is a little bit of that acid burning through it. It's really close to giving way. Like you're worried that it might, under the weight of like actual like creature weight, it might give. Mm. Um, somebody might want to try to repair that before you actually use it. All right. Can I the swim grab my trident really quick? Yeah, you want to go wade through the water? Yeah. Go wade into the water, and, and uh, you're, you're kind of feeling around in the dark underwater. So you, you wade in, um, and the, the thing you notice immediately is, like, your feet don't touch the ground here. Like, you're actually full-on swimming. Oh, my away from the God. Shore. It's cold. It's cold. It's cold. It's cold. I'd like to cast guidance okay. on uh, Nulara as she looks around for it. Okay. You give the guidance. Go ahead and make a perception check, Nulara, as you search around looking for your trident. I just, it's, it's not to find if you can find it. It's more how long is it going to take you to find it. Twelve. Eh, it's gonna take you some time. Let's say it takes you about thirty minutes to find it. Oh boy. Yeah. So new Lara, you you go do that for like the next bit of time, and then Clovis, what, how, what are you doing with your like pain situation? Well, since I have the wand still out in my hand, I'm gonna go ahead and use it. Okay. 
a wand of healing. How many actions so are you casting with? I think it's only one, right? Because well, otherwise can, there's a chance of breaking it. it. So no, no. So you have one charge, right? Which means you can cast yep. the spell one time, but you can do the one, two, or three action version. So you can do the two action, which heals one person a lot, the three action, which does like an AOE and heals everyone a little. Yep. How's everybody else doing, health-wise? The only other person that looks kind of damaged is Nulara, who okay. you know swam away looking for a trident. I mean, you, you yes, just... it's, I'm not talking. I'll wait, for, I'll, I'll wait for her to come back, and then I'll. I'll do the uh, well, uh, I'll do the three actions, right? Yeah. It'll hit everybody. So anybody that's got hit or took any damage, well, he'll... Go ahead and just roll that so we can get that done while New Lara's doing her thing. And the other thing, too, like, as, um, as you kind of, like, look over this dead beast, or not beast, but this Draconic-type creature... Oh, that's so a two to everyone. Roll. So New Lara and Clovis both killed for two. And Hal. And... Yep. Yeah, you can you can do the whole thing, treat wounds, all of that's all on the table, right? You guys can heal back up. But as you like look over Clovis, you're looking at the this dragon. The hide is pretty thick. You know, it's got like a nice thick dragon type material to it. Not quite dragon scale, but this skin is a probably pretty valuable if it's harvested, mm. and b it also probably be fashioned into some decent sort of armor, right? That's armor I like, can wear too. Yeah, and it, it's a medium-sized creature, right? So you'd be able to make, like, one medium-sized sort of leather outfit out of it. You guys want to harvest the skin? And, uh, Ukta, do you want to be looking for some treasure? Well, there's dragons. There Clovis. has to be treasure somewhere. My friend, I was Sir. going to say the same thing. I mean, Mukta enticed me to come down here to search for the dragon horde, and now that the dragon is dead, maybe they have, uh, well, at least some treasure somewhere other than, you know, his skin. I'm, I'm sure you can wear his skin. It kind of matches what you have already, but, I mean, I can't help but say, uh, Mukta, you should look for some treasure, since that's what you said to me. I mean, where there's a dragon, there's treasure, right? Of course, I'm going to be rich. Go back to Dube Diobel uh, and talk to Caroline. Uh, Caroline, what's her name again? Hmm, it's been a few minutes. Caroline. Caroline, uh, talk, yeah. Talk to her. Caroline, she's give, mighty fine. Give Nulara the stink eye. Of course, of course, I knew it was Caroline. Um, maybe I can go talk to her dad and, you know, we can do what we're supposed to do. Be married and rule the town. Maybe not. I'll start harvesting the uh, the skin off the dragon. Do okay. I see this uh, d dead body? I would like to cast uh, guidance on Mukta. I think by now the dead body is mostly like skeletal remains that's probably floating at the bottom of the water. <laughs> so uh, I think the dead body, I'll try to just remove the token because maybe you'll find it when you search. So give me, give me that perception check. With You get a guidance from Hal, so plus one. Well, I'm guessing that might be Pervon. <laughs> it's a very good sort of chance. Oh, the other thing, too, with... um, I think it got glossed over earlier, but, like, as as Mukta was trying to, like... Like, leaned into, um, to... What's her name? Uh, Ziskali, and kind of, like, went off on the scouting mission. Very uncharacteristically uh, fumbling. Uh, you saw him hand something to her. You guys aren't sure what it is, but you definitely saw him make an exchange that he was trying to keep on the down low. Yeah, is not very interested. I, I tried it. Find your trident? No! 
Yeah, so Mukta, you, you float around for about like 15 minutes looking for this dragon's horde. Doesn't seem to be one. I didn't. Uh, you don't find either, no. So I, I do these. I do these like searches in like fifteen-minute increments. So if you'd like to spend more time looking, you can. But you spend first fifteen minutes looking around. You don't find anything. And uh, this keeps. This goes further back than I can see. Nulata, why don't you swim with me so I have some light? Yeah, as it goes that way, it almost like the 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 cavern sort of like comes down a bit, and it looks like the water almost goes completely to the top. There's maybe like a like an inch of air if you were to put your snout all the way against the ceiling, but it does seem like these caverns sort of continue outward, farther off into the uh, distance. Uh, frustratingly, I'll pause looking for my trident, and then I'll go to where uh, Mukta is or was. Okay. Here. Did you see anything? Oh, I'll spend another. If, if that's our 15 minutes, I'll wait until Clovis. Well, we already know that like Nulara needs another 15 minutes to find her trident, so you have another 15 minute time block to, to search. So if you want to give me another search check, in case you're just missing something, you're not sure. Oh, okay. Did you get that healing, Clovis, the six? Oh, no. Thank you, sir. You should Takes be able to right up to man. Yep. Of course. All right, Mukta, you spend another 15 minutes searching around. This time, again, nothing. There doesn't appear to be any sort of treasure in this cavern for some reason. And Nulara finally finds her trident. Oh my goodness, finally. And that was like, you know, 30 minutes. That's three lay on hand applications that, that Hal would have been able to do in that time. And whatever Clovis is doing during that 30 minutes. You're harvesting that. So, so why don't we do a uh, let's do a survival check on that. Or nature, nature, your choice. On Clovis. Yep, take a plus one on that. Either uh, nature or survival. I'll let you pick either one. Um. Do you have anything that can help you? Like, what what are you using? You're gonna need some kind of like sharp knife or dagger. Yep. I don't see one on your inventory. I'll uh, I'll pass Clovis. Yeah. Mine as I. Reach over and touches. I thought I did, but hand it to him. Hilt first, and then touch his hand and give him healing hands and say, "Try this, friend." That works. Yeah. So with that twenty-six, that's really good. So you're able to basically peel off this dragon's like outer heavy. Sorry, this drake's outer skin and peel it back really well enough to basically give you two bulk worth of its skin, which would be enough to turn it into some armor. If you yeah. either have time to make it or can find someone that's able to make it. We'll just say leather armor is one bulk, so we'll say it's one bulk worth of skin. I'll wait, and as Nulara and Mukhtar are swimming, I'm going to say, Nulara, can you come back? I want to try to uh, fix the uh, grappling hook across the way again. Uh, this this rope doesn't look like it's going to hold unless, uh, Mukhtar, you can fix it. Uh, you guys are just swimming in the dirt. I will swim back and say, ah, are all birds a bunch of liars? There's no treasure. Were all the stories false? Well... I mean, you told me there was going to be treasure, so I'm not sure I could uh, say that uh, I told you that you told me. Well, not I... you, but every bard's tale that I hear of dragons, they tell of treasure. Oh. What was that? <laughs> it's it's a I never... He just, he just must have hidden it really, really well. Yes, uh, perhaps we I've come back the same stories. after I take a bath. Uh, once we get out of here, 
and take our my brother and his friends uh, back up to the city. A bath does sound nice, and I'll shiver some dirt off me. Yeah, uh, so... Steve, I saw something. <laughs> you thought you did, but then you, you realize it was actually just the shadows in the corner playing with your mind. The dancing lights flickering across the... Uh, the, the corner of the room. You saw it for a second as you like stepped out and the water was in your eyes. So you like rub the water eyes and look again. There's nothing there. It's weird. I'm going to have a passing thought and think that it's my maker. If you want to give me a perception check, maybe you can see if there really is something there. What's the you doing here? Give me a, make it a, a secret perception check. We talked about this. He said, you're not going to go out of the mausoleum. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, you come up and empty-handed searching. You get the trident back. House patched up Clovis. Clovis has harvested the Drake skin. Everyone's antsy to get going. Okay. Yeah, you you do a double take and you look in the corner to see if maybe there's something actually there. And you, you think it's probably just your imagination or it could just be the shadows that you're used to seeing. But whatever it was, it's no longer there. Okay, Nina, uh, excuse me, Nalara, are you ready yes. to carry me this time? I will hang on your back. I trust you uh, completely, uh, 100%. Let us go. Um, but this rope, Mukta, it doesn't look like it's going to hold. Maybe you need to throw your uh, mm, your grappling hook up there, almost like you tried to throw it with, at me without the rope. Okay. It's also not that far. If you were to swim across the water, it's like almost eye level at the top of the water, the hole. So it's not hard to climb out. But you can use the, the pulley system to stay out of the water if you want. If, you know, Mukta wants to give it a bit of time to maybe repair it, or you can do the grappling hook plan. Speaking of which, your grappling hook is also like left back here when you had the fight. Oh, so right. like you, at this point, you're able to fish the grappling hook out of the water, and it's just the rope's soggy, wet, disgusting swamp water. Ah. Mm. All right, let's get out of here. I don't want also, to like, swim in the, the dirt. You know, also moved and large you guys swim around. You can see, like, over in the northwest side of this little, like, swamp dragon's lair or whatever, there is, like, more, like, dungeon and tunnel that kind of goes up that way, right? Mm-hmm. So. Like, do they look old? Mostly... They are definitely old. These are from, like, an, an older age. Uh, none of these boats look currently working it's also kind of weird because there doesn't seem to be a lot of use for boats down here you know it's it's sort of like this small little cove and it it doesn't go anywhere as far as you know except for maybe out into that tunnel so the boats do seem very strangely out of place here in this uh tunnel but are they are they workable i mean are they all broken up or they are super broken up however there's enough pieces that you could patch together a working boat out of them and you could use it to float across this water and if you don't want to touch it hell will try to build the boats <laughs> yeah you want to take some time to, to repair a workable uh, boat you do not have to go swimming he has no idea how that works but he's going to try to put some together so he doesn't have to unless of course uh, they make a well you know what the boat's better Okay, Mukta, show me how this works. How do I build these things? Because I'm going to use this to float across and climb out. Yeah. You guys can together do like a crafting check. If one of you guys wants to aid the other, you can. I will aid Mukta if he's going to help, or if he's going swimming, I won't help him. I will try to do it myself. Yeah. It's definitely going to take some time to, to do the to repair like a workable boat, right? So yeah. we're in another block of exploration time. So what do you guys want to do with this next 15 minutes? 
I'm going to try to build the boat. Yeah, but so. Hal's going to build the boat. Mukta? Uh, no, I'll I'll help. Okay. So, so I'll, and then I'll build it. Nulara's going to go swimming around and searching. And um, Clovis? I'm also going to do the same. Um, I'm going to go swimming and kind of see this as I'm yep. swimming and Mukta or uh, Mushi is just flying over the water. As Clovis goes out, uh, Clovis, um, I know Mushi can fly, but uh, can he swim? Yes, if he had to. Uh, that it looks like to, a stick bug on the water. The to the left there where Nulara swam to, uh, the water seems to be continuing that way. But I didn't want to swim under by myself. But yeah, maybe you swim out that way, Nulara. It like gets to the point where you the only you, you like you don't even have air. You're like holding your breath as you swim out because there's just an inch or so of air like at the top of the cavern as you push out that way. So let's have uh, Nulara and Clovis. Give me perception checks, see what you guys can learn swimming out there. And then let's do, who wants to do the aid and who's doing the actual role? I'll do the aid, because okay. I don't know Give anything else to do except for play some music and, and make him, like, comfortable. Sure. Like, if you do an aid, you're going to do a crafting check yeah. as well, and depending on what you, yeah, so just make a crafting check. We'll save the DC to repair the boats, or is a 12? Hey, oh, yeah. Wow. Mukta, you get a plus two bonus to your roll. Well, okay. The, the treasures here. <laughs> yeah, I assume you're like looking for anything like that. Love is what you're saying? No, so it's perception check. I'm trying to see it makes sure blind roll the 12. Right? The DC is exactly what you needed. Right. So with Hal's help, you guys make the boat. Sorry, I missed that, Clovis. What was the question? No, no, sorry. I, I just I was able to do this. Oh, you had to make this hero roll, yeah. My first so one. Clovis so. comes up empty-handed, but Nulara, down in this, like, cove, like, south of you, um, you eventually do find something. It's really hard to find. It's like a small treasure chest that's, like, hidden and wrapped up in some, like like underwater root system like coming out of the wall and and you're able to go down there and like pull it out and free it's pretty well hidden but you come up with a small treasure chest so i'll unhide this and i'll drag it back to shore so you can kind of oh. go through it <laughs> oh she found something so oh, yeah clovis and everyone as you guys else. are finishing up the boat new lara shows up with a treasure chest i guess you weren't lying <laughs> mukta has faith in the stories now so yeah, there's there there's full of gold on the bottom. There's about thirty six gold. There's a wand. Wow. There's some sort of axe. Ooh, and gold pieces. And there's this weird sort of um, stone object that doesn't isn't immediately apparent what it does. And then if you know how it gives it a quick detect magic, there's definitely magical stuff coming off that. It is uh, magical. I don't know which one is the magic piece, but we finished the boat and I'm going to row across. Well, I'm going to use the rope and shimmy across when in the boat. You can put the chest in the boat if you'd like, but I'm going to get out of here. I want to take a bath. My brother probably needs one too. And, uh, okay, thanks. Bye. So Hal, Hal immediately like floats the boat into the water, yeah. um, and it's easy enough to pull yourself across the water with the the rope and pulley system that's been set up. And um, yeah, as Hal gets to the other side, Mukta's gonna come up to Nulara, lean over to her, and say, uh, "I'm surprised that thing held up. I don't know why Hal asked me to build a boat. I grew up in a desert." 
Oh. <laughs> wow, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I am going to put these in my backpack. This, the, the things in the treasure chest, if that's okay. For now, and then we can try and figure them out once we're all safe and we deliver, you know. It's all fair. You, you found it. Good find. Can I take a look at our the captives? Did they, I mean, for sure they noticed it. But did, did they see? Yeah, one. Yeah, it, it all still fits. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're just like taking the... the the stuff and putting your backpack right yeah mm-hmm. uh, they definitely like kind of like notice but like, like honestly like they don't you can see a glimmer of like jealousy in their eyes almost like you found the treasure that they were looking for in the first place but their general sentiment is just exhaustion and wanting to go home more than anything so they don't seem like you know they're gonna jump you for it or anything is there something specific you want to know then you can maybe make some sort of like check more beyond that did they eye anything like specifically as I was pulling them out of the treasure chest? The I mean, like I wasn't trying to brag. Right, the gold. the gold. Oh, the gold. Okay. Yeah, the gold. And we're gonna grow. Ah. <laughs> okay. I'll, so I'll, uh, I'll swim the boat back to shore so uh, these guys can get in it and come across. All right, Hal. I'm about to. Like, you get to the tunnel and then yeah. you're in the tunnel looking back at your friends. You're ready to go up. I am. I'm bringing right. my lights with me. And I'm going to go out of this smelly place. I'll drag him to that square. So Hal goes, and then Hal climbs through the tunnel, and he's gone. Uh, and the, the just... place gets dark. Yep. Except for Nular's shield lighting up the way. Yep. So I'll swim the boat back so that uh, the prisoners or captors can come across. Okay. They just wait into the water. They don't even want to deal with the boat situation. Uh, okay. All right. They're not as, like, prissy as Hal. <laughs> I'm going to try to uh, climb. I'm the pull your rope. Okay. So, I mean, what do you mean? Uh, so, Mukta, uh, make an athletics check for me. It's hard because, like, going like this is hard because it's a pulley rope, right? So, as soon as it's hanging down. So, as soon as you put weight on it, the whole thing, like, pulls back down towards you, right? Mm-hmm. So, you have to, like, somehow, like, like, anchor it or, like, weigh it at the bottom so it doesn't free, like, spin, which is there is, like, a mechanism that you'd be able to do that with. And then you can just make the athletics check if you want to crawl. Nice. You make it look nice and clean. So I'm going to try to like not go under it, but get on all fours and go over. Okay. And because you're small and not medium, it actually holds your weight without snapping, and you can get across it no problem. And like that, you are done. Uh, I'm going to get out of the water. Yeah. And you guys are ready. You get. It's like midnight. It's it's just basically passing midnight. It's like the moon's up in the sky. There is a very perceptible but very dim glow coming off the top of the lighthouse with the fog sort of around it. And it has that blue, but there's also a layer of red on it, mm. which you know is mostly because of that bloody yeah. material you guys saw on it. Okay, brother. So if you guys are ready to go back to town, I mean, it's yeah. not an issue. I'd like to talk to the group and say, okay, number one, we on the way back, we go to the bathhouse. Uh, what do you think, brother? I mean, Shad. And uh, we go to the bathhouse, and then drinks and dinner are on me. And uh, yes, can we go? I would like to go. Look at me, I stink. Would things be open, though, Hal? It's midnight. 
I don't care. We open it up. We pay whatever we want. We make some noise and uh, almost like a concert out front saying, please open your door. We are here for a bass. <laughs> okay. So we cut to that scene, right? You guys are walking back from the gauntlet. You got this ragged group of people that are really excited to be home. They, I will say that they're more interested in like not taking the bath as much as they're just excited to get back to like, you know, the crook snook. Um, okay. So they ask you, if it's okay if they go without you. They just, they'll just head back to the crook snook. I will pay you each a gold piece if you do take a bath because you all stink and I don't want no more uh, memories from that place. Oh, they'll definitely take you up on that offer. Okay. Then get in the bath. So you show up at the bathhouse at midnight, locked. And it's also weird because this town is always an early to bed sort of town. But even more so than usual, the whole city is like completely like ghost town. There's not a single person on the street. As you guys kind of enter and you start making a lot of noise outside the bathhouse to get like attention, you see like people peeking out their windows at what the commotion is. The 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 whole scene the whole Town seems to be on edge a bit. I will holler. Okay, whoever's here, please come open the bathhouse. It's extra for you. I need somebody to come and prepare the bath so I can get clean. Uh, whatever it takes, and I remember Caroline's father. Whatever it takes, I will take care of it. Please open the doors. Okay. It starts ghost lightly down, raining on you. you. Sorry, what was that, Muka? I said, "Ghost down." I see what you did there. Uh, uh, go ahead and make make that make an impression rural house. Just get them to open up for you, special. Okay, let's see. What can I do? I'll, we'll say, open up. Please open the doors. Oh. Yeah. They come. They recognize who you guys are. They, like, cl- cover their nose as they come out. You know, the rain washing off feels a little good, but it's still, like, they're a little gross, and they, they completely understand. And since they know who you are they realize you must have been up in the dangerous like you know lighthouse like doing your adventure stuff so they usher you in really quick and immediately start like drawing up hot bath water they stoke the fires to get the water boiling so you guys could spend you know the next hour or so getting nice and clean and we have a moment to to like role play what you guys would maybe talk about or do or identify some of these magical items what do you guys want to do in this this sort of like moment of Peace. Hal is going to sit there by himself, wherever, whoever's around, and just like lay his back on the edge of the bath and hum a little tune and clean however he needs to clean to be, uh, to rid the smell from his nose. During this downtime, instead of like having you guys roll for like each magical item you guys have found, I think it's reasonable for me to, um, to tell you like, you know, what you earn. You do have one thing on your person, I see, Nulara, this unidentified oh, rune. So that, that wasn't from the Drake's treasure. That was just something else you picked out earlier. As you guys spend some time working with it, you have this thing called Slick Rune, which is, um, I said in your character sheet, it's basically a rune you can add to your armor, and it makes the armor very slippery, like constantly covered in oil. And what that will let you do is sort of escape grapples easier if you were to put that on your armor. The wand that you guys found Ooh. is Wand of the Magic Missile. Ooh. It's also worth 60 gold if you were to, uh, you know, if you sell it, you can get half that, so like 30 gold, but it's it's worth 60 gold. It's a pretty expensive magic item. That's nice. The sort of weird stone, it's called a wayfinder. It's almost like a compass. Ways. It's ways. Yeah. Ways maps. 
there's like a thing like an indentation map that you could somehow put an aeon stone into it if you were to get one and it could be like a focus instead of the stone kind of circling your head the, the stone kid uh, you could have it in this stone kind of hidden but the other thing about it is the wayfinder allows you to like basically turn on like a glow stick and if you can like squeeze it and it'll basically glow as if the light spell was cast off it so you have another source of light oh nice that stone's got what we need. <laughs> and then the axe, which there's this big, there's a great axe that like you have, you know, your eye on. Um, and you look at it and the, the hilt kind of where the, the two halves of the axe spread out right in the middle. There's like a skull on it that has a very humanoid looking face, like fairly realistic looking, not the right size. It's tiny, right? It's only the size of your fist, but the carving on it's really amazing. As you look at it, you realize that this is a magical item that's called a Retribution Axe. It's a plus one Great Axe. It has the design of a human skull. And whenever a creature damages you with an attack, the skull changes appearance to look like the creature that hits you. Whoa. And it gives you plus two bonus to damage against creatures wow. that have the skull. Very cool. I mean, that's mm. pretty much tailor-made for you, Nalara. It is true. Is it two-handed? Does that mean I'd have to let go of my... Great axes are not, they're just one-handed. Oh, no, it says hands two, so it's not... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it is, it does have, you know, it's an axe, it's two-handed, it does have the sweep trait, which means, you know, if you're attacking, like, multiple creatures, you can kind of swing through them and get extra... Uh, what does sweep do? It says, when you attack with this weapon, you gain plus one to your attack roll if you already attacked a different creature during this turn. So your second attack, it's a plus one to it. And a minus five, so it's a plus four. So it's just better at attacking multiple creatures mm-hmm. so it, but the problem is yeah you wouldn't be able to wield the shield and this axe at the same time interesting and it's also a 60 gold thing so you could sell it for the 30 gold if you're interested in it um let's see does anyone else have any unidentified items on there? i don't see anything on clovis i don't see anything on mukta i don't see anything on house i think that was all the unidentified stuff if you have more, let me know. But uh, I would like to tip the uh, proprietors an extra gold piece per person and then give uh, a gold piece okay. to the uh, people who really wanted to leave, but I didn't want to smell them on the way back. So tell me how much that is. Perfect. How much did you say you want to tip them? One gold piece I don't, I don't per person. Make it like, yeah, let's, let's just call it two gold for the group and then leave it at that. And then uh, one gold for each other person, uh, the prisoners. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you want to, if you want to go all out and do that, like you're, like you're paying them way more than they kind of were expecting you to. You know what I mean? So well, that's right. they, they basically tell you they're only going to charge you two gold. So on top of, if you want to spend more, okay. I'll let you. So you I, can... I promised my brother and his friends that I would give them a gold if they took a bath. Five gold total. Okay. Uh, very good. Uh, you smell great. Um, are, do they clean our clothes? They do. They start like the sort of like washing process, but they're going to take a while to dry, you know? So they can, let you, they can loan you bathrobes in the meantime. So we're Unless going to walk around the city to in some bathrobes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. We go back to I'm wherever you want to too. go. And then we come back in the morning and get our clothes. That could work. I feel like I never knew it gets this chilly at night here at Otari. Yeah, it is pretty chilly. And there's like a heavy fog and the the drizzles kind of coming in tonight and making it feel even colder. So you kind of want to rush from like location to location as much as you can to stay out of the cold. 
Okay, we go but, to uh, you know the Crooks Nook. Yeah, they want to go to the Crooks Nook. They want to okay. go to the Crooks Nook. Let's go there. Yeah. Uh, I, my friends, we've met the uh, proprietor. She's good friends of mine. Yeah. There, there's like a moment where the camera catches like a glance between Mukta and like mm -hmm. and uh, Thiskali, you know, mm -hmm. like looking at each other or whatever. But we cut Are to like dating. <laughs> we cut to you guys kind of like appearing in the uh, the Crooks Nook. So this late. Normally, this place would be fairly hopping. It's almost completely empty, except for the barkeep, who looks like asleep behind the counter, and a patron who's in kind of one of the corner booths that looks completely passed out drunk. And upon closer inspection, it's very clearly uh, Carmen Rajani is passed out drunk at the table. Uh, figures, Nalar. We could literally go into his shop, Emokta, and take whatever shield we want. But, I mean, look at the guy. Uh, oh, yeah, I raise an eyebrow man. to like the rest of the group and, and say, we want this man to possibly lead this town. Uh, maybe he can be like the figurehead and uh, we are the council behind him and we make all the decisions. I mean, I, I have no experience in this, but of course there'll be a party every uh, weekend. We can have a great time. I will be the uh, headlining show. Mm, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's more uh, something for me than it is for them. Uh, immediately, though, too, as soon as they kind of come in, uh, they lock eyes with, like, the, the barkeep that's behind the counter. Immediately, like, there's this recognition of, like, we thought you were dead. They kind of come around. There's, like, a big embrace as, like, the three of them are uh, immediately, like, ordering, like, drinks and food and, like, calling for Yinyas Mara. And, and it does seem like there's a bit of stirring going on in the tavern. Like, it's livened up with the return of these people. So and I'm what's going to doing during all of this new Lara is looking over at Mukta as this happens. Hood up, just sitting there. Maybe if there's an ale, they're just quietly drinking my ale, sitting back, trying to make myself unnoticed. What were you saying, uh, Hal? Remembering that he was there when uh, the Knights of Carolina's dad came back from wherever they were stewing, there was a big hoopla, and he's going to, okay, I want to get some food, we need to bore, we need some drinks, the best you got, I want to make sure these people are treated as heroes, and he's going to go on, and so on and so forth. Okay. There's almost like this, re it's like, there's this very happy, almost family re reunion going on, and you're immediately like clapping your hands and demanding food and drinks and stuff, yeah. and like the bartender gives you like this sidelong glance uh mm, yep but begins <laughs> begins doing it right like begrudgingly doing whatever you ask for and getting the food up that's gonna take some time to prepare actual food they all they got is leftover is like the stuff that they cook for the day uh but they're gonna like refire it up and stuff of course and a few minutes later like you know the, the door kind of from the, the staircase up to the rooms opens and in come yinyas mara which if you haven't seen her in a while i can share the uh the uh, handout. Shirt. Yep. Beautiful. Thank you. Yep. She's pretty. So she comes down. She's dressed, uh, you know, she's not dressed in this kind of clothing. You can see that she actually is dressed in pajamas. Much like you guys with a bathrobe kind of thrown over the top. And then uh, as she, she sees at the bar, like the three of them drinking and they turn to her and they raise a glass uh, and her eyebrows up and then she, her eyes kind of come back over to the year group at the table and uh, her eyes like settle on Hal as she like smiles and kind of glides her way down the rest of the stairs and towards you guys at the table. I will stand up as she approaches and I will bow and say, 
If you don't mind, I would like to play some music for our for my brother and his friends, and of course for the generous proprietor and uh, my uh, brave companions, particularly uh, well, all of them. To be honest, uh, Nulara uh, practically well. I didn't see it, but she said she fell down because the dragon almost killed her. And uh, Mukta here, of course, said he stroked two blows that were lethal. Uh, I want to have some music to celebrate our friends, uh, the new friends that we have made today. Well, she, she starts putting her finger like on your lips and she's like, shh, shh, shh you talk too much. And then her like finger kind of goes like under your chin as she caresses you just a bit and says, as long as it's better than last time, knock yourself out. Uh, no premises. You don't like the kind of music last time. So I will try something different. She kind of pushes you towards the stage a bit and like gives you a tap on your butt as you go. Uh, and I'll look to Brother, Shed, what, uh, what do you like? What kind of music do you like? How about keep on rocking in the free world? Something upbeat. Okay. Keep on rocking in the free world it is. Neil's a young. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So you, you go over to do that, and then she kind of takes a seat at the table. Um, and she, you know, her, her very happy-go-lucky facade melts a bit when she turns to you guys. You can see that she's not putting on the act as much as she does with Hal. But uh, she, like, smiles at you, Nulara, and, like, shakes your hand. And then she turns and looks at Mukta and Clovis, who's coming with you, right? And she's like, I see you've made new friends, perhaps lost others along the way. Um, yes, um, they've decided that they that their um, skills would be best suited for the town. Um, we're sorry for waking you up. Uh, we should have dressed a little bit better. For she, 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 everyone's in bathrobes, right? She's like, nah. Listen, I am kind of surprised. I th Honestly, I thought you guys kind of forgot about me and our little deal no 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 not at all it's from someone like you no um anyway um <laughs> so we did bring um three back unfortunately we weren't able to bring the rest uh, uh we found one of your companions uh was unfortunately uh used as a sacrifice for whatever was going on underneath those tunnels. Like from across the room at the bar, like um, Siskeli Feed, like he kind of hears this, right? And like goes into the pocket and pulls something out and frisbees something across the room that lands on the table. And you can see like it thuds on the table in front of you and it's just a patch of skin with a tattoo like carved into it. And she says, yeah, that's all that's left of the old guy, which kind of shocks um... you. We are, uh, and then I look at Mukta. Um, we found a similar one. What do you know? Um, it we found uh, that exact same one. Um. Oh yeah, exact same one. Sorry, I'm a little Yindis. distracted. Yeah, Yindis Marla. Well, do you think back? You saw like an exchange where Mukta handed something over, but you never got to actually see what it was. And so in this moment, it clicks into place. He was probably giving her the chunk of flesh with the tattoo on it so stupid right now <laughs> it all clicks into place right yeah. um and she says well it was nice of you to bring them back i must say i'm impressed 
I believe we had a financial arrangement, did we not? She calls, like, you know, Ziskali over and tells her to go upstairs and bring uh, 65 gold for you guys. And Ziskali uh, nods and, like, kind of disappears back up to the top of the stairs. And so she is curious. She says, so I have to ask, did you find a treasure or not? We did. We found and one near the uh, statues of where the queen, well, the statues of the supposed queen. Oh, a queen? Yeah, the ghost queen, apparently. And then I pull out, like, a succubus statue from the trade character sheet. Oh, right, right, yeah. From the mysterious trade character sheet. <laughs> She's like, ooh, that is quite nice. Mm-hmm. Alas, I think my financial commitment probably vast outweighs any treasure you found, if this is the extent of it. But, uh, you know, you can't put a price tag on employees you can trust and you guys have certainly let's say made it into my good graces and she smiles and she says again if you're looking for any more work certainly there may be more opportunities and she smiles at you Miller. i feel like she's playing me (laughs) maybe oh wait can i make a is there an insight check over here to see if she knows if i'm lying about the treasure Sure. I think it would just be a straight perception check. Perception? Okay. To try to get a read on her. Sense motive, right? Yes. Oh, a uh, secret or? Yes, please. Okay. She's very crafty and very, you know, hard to get a read on. You're not entirely sure if she's being genuine or not or trying to double cross you. They all seem equally likely. Why do the good looking ones always tend to be so mysterious? Distrustful, I say as mm-hmm. I look to Clovis. Well, thank you for doing business with us, uh, Yin. Of course, of course, and thank you for bringing my family back. I mean, it would have been just as easy to not find them in return and tell me you tried. Integrity goes a long way around here. And uh, that about that time, Ziskali returns and plops down like a little sack on the table and outspills 65 gold. Sweet. Which I will add on your character sheet. Your, sorry, your trade character sheet. So 65 so more rich. gold. I know, you <laughs> guys have like... Gold in our, in our little package of all. Mm, not bad, not bad at all. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, she, uh, she kind of stands up from the table and she says, well... If you don't mind, I do have a night full of sleep ahead of me. She kind of glances over at um, Carmen, who's like passed out drunk in the corner and looks back at you guys and kind of says, you know, that one's got a bit of a mouth on him. But from what I understand, maybe he has grand plans that you might have put in his head. Any truth to that? Would you believe a drunk, though? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe not. Maybe when he's sober. If he's sober and he says something, maybe that's when he needs to sound more trustful. But, I don't know. She nods and she, like, pauses for, like, a second and then uh, kind of looks at Hal and looks at Nulara and then just says, well, I guess that will be it for the night. And uh, Hal's too busy playing, he doesn't notice, but like you see like Nulara, like she like smiles at you and you can feel she's putting a little bit of the charm on you that you've seen her put on Hal before as she kind of goes upstairs, but like looks at you as if to invite you 
if you want to come up there. And then I'll she make a mental note. <laughs> right, and then she disappears like up the stairs. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that was so stressful, you guys. Ziskali, who's still you say that's so stressful. Ziskali still standing like right behind you. Oh, <laughs> I mean, no, that was really cool. <laughs> but she laughs it off. She says, "No, she has that effect on people. Don't worry, I get it." And she uh, laughs, and then uh, she brings you guys over like a rounded from the barkeep and places them down. Fresh drinks for you guys. As uh, yeah, you guys are now um, basically being uh, in favor of the crook's nook. So you guys have I forget what it's called, but you're being supported by the crook's nook as of now because you guys are now in their good graces. You guys have done work for them. Um, so there are some benefits, much like you guys had with the, uh, the Rowdy Rockfish. You do, like, you can get free rooms here. I'm trying to see, so different locations have different, uh, like, um, benefits. So I'm looking up what specifically is here. You get beverages, meals, lodging, illicit goods. And oh, so discount employer housing and parlor. So yeah, so you have an ability to make work here, like, you know, illegal work as for downtime activity. You could become like a pickpocket or something and work for her. Crooksnooks does have a shop and you guys have access to all of her their shop goods, including their wide selection of poisons. Oh. And uh, you should be able to get like a 10% discount on any of the, uh, the merchandise here, so... We might have to manually calculate that, but you do get a 10% discount. Anything you guys buy at Crooksnook, which is mostly daggers, poisons, and thieves tools. Does um, Mukta still have his hood up? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, yeah, it might be a decent time to address Mukta if you want. Drinking my ale. Um, but Mukta usually has uh, his hood up in town. Mm-hmm. Like, anytime we're in town, Mukta's deep hood is pretty much up. You're afraid someone might get to know you, Mukta? I've noticed you always have your hood up. Ah, this, um, a tendency of my people. Some other races are not used to Isoki, so mm. they think we are were creatures or something of that sort, so. I understand that, actually. And, uh, hmm? I mean, if you get a better look, you can, yeah, there's no hiding this, <laughs> this snout, but, uh, you know, a, pa- a casual glance, uh, it helps avoid often heard questions. Oh, I, there's a look of understanding in, like, Nulara's face. But would you say that uh, from a, from looking at, Mukta, that he this would be normal, normal behavior, or does it seem like he's something's not right? Is that a perception role? Mm. Well, Mukta, I mean, yeah, you tell you tell us, Mukta, is is this something that you're are you trying to actively conceal something here? Should we have people make rolls, or maybe Mukta should make a single roll against everyone's passive perception? You you let me know how you want to do it. Normally your hood's up, so that would be something we would be noticing, right? Used to, yeah. yeah. But you're trying to find so, out any other well, I mean, odd behavior. Oh, so make, you know, make no, a perception check, Clovis. Okay. okay. Um, you're looking over Mukta, right? And you are really trying to get like a read on him, especially because you've been mostly silent tonight, just kind of surveying a lot of stuff. Some of the eye glances between Mukta and his body language, a lot of like subtle body language that he might not even be aware of. He's definitely, there's definitely more here and you pick up on that. And there's definitely, 
you're not sure what, but something in this situation is making him a little nervous. Maybe he's concealing something from you. Okay. Mostly around Yinyas Mara when she was present, you picked up a lot on on his nervousness around her. Okay. So I just, Clovis kind of leans over to Nurlara and kind of whispers in his ear, you know, that hmm? kind of just pass that along. I don't really have any th- details. Just that, you know, Mook does act in a little different. I, th- I think this time right now, like Ziskali, who's back at the bar, says, Mook, I join us for one second. And then uh, calls you over to kind of give you uh, some space from them and probably, you know, some privacy for Clovis and Nilar. As they do that, too, um, you see that um, Ziskali Mukta, like, kind of, like, slides, like, um, a smaller pouch over to you. And uh, is, like, you know, doing a very good job of concealing it, but literally slides you, like, a pouch worth 10 gold for you personally. And whispers, like, I believe this is for services rendered. Thank you for uh, making sure that we made it home. Well, <laughs> the least I could do. <laughs> it's uh, all part of the job, huh? He kind of looks over at them, the, the rest of the group, right? So, speaking of part of the job, they're not locals. They are uh, fair game, are they not? <laughs> Technically, I'm not a local either, but... Uh... No, I, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say they're not, they're uh, off limits for now. Um, I'm actually going to talk to Mera uh, pretty soon. Uh, that'll be discussed as well. Fair enough. And then there's, there's like a, almost like a, a slight sort of like sadness to future jobs. Hmm. To saving you in the future. <laughs> and in the past. And then, uh, you know, they say cheers and take a drink with you. And why that's going on, like, we cut over to, like, Clovis and leaning over to Nolara and telling her what he picked up on. So? I don't know. How many many times do you play Hal before you give up and come back and sit down? I will, as long as anybody is drinking or eating or having a good time, I'm going to continue to play because Hal thinks that, you know, he's fueling the, the energy in the room. I do want a performance check on this just because history says you have to do in this the yep. environment. Yep. So let's see how how it got good it is tonight. Hell's doing good tonight. I can feel it. Yes. 19. That's not bad. That's respectable. Uh, you actually do pick up on like some, you can see them like they're not upright dancing, but a lot of the people at the bar, they're like tapping their feet along with their music and like swinging their glasses and slamming them down at certain beats of songs when they recognize the song. So they're enjoying it. It's like a chill dive bar. I feel like, I feel like a a band that was really, really popular in the nineties that is on their like reunion tour 20 years later. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Uh, But Carmen sleeps through the whole thing. So, the thing I will come in and I'll walk back to the group and and then uh, Hal will say, "Well, I think today went pretty good. Uh, I'm going to sleep in tomorrow." And I, he'll look down to his loot. Um, they had a virtuoso loot back in the market. Um, I'm not sure if we have the money to, you know, help me buy it, but uh, I think it will be useful for us. I mean. We had that conversation, right, Mukto, with the uh, kobolds, and uh, we were able to get out of there with my brother. Well, you know, not really my brother, but your girlfriend and her friends. Um, maybe we can, you know, stop by there tomorrow and 
you know, I can and purchase that. It'll, uh, you know, my dad said it's supposed to be a very uh, beautiful instrument. It should help in uh, anything that I try to do in the future with the Zimidu. Well, we should just stop by here. That's what I think. Yeah, when Hal says uh, girlfriend, I kind of look over to Nar- Narala and just uh, kind of raise my eyebrow at her like, like, yeah, there's something there. Am I back there yet, or am I? You tell me. If you want to be, that's a good... If this is like a good, you know, dramatic moment for you to arrive, you can. Okay. <laughs> not my girlfriend, but... Uh... No, of course. I mean, not like me and Caroline, but like, you know, me and Nilara are friends, and she is a, a, a girl, I think, or a lady, actually. Oh, yeah. Of course, she is a lady. Um, and, you know, I am a, a friend of the lady, or the girl, or... You know, the beautiful woman, strong, elegant, uh, powerful, and I go on and on and on, and then I say, you know, that, that's that's what I mean, of course. I mean, we did save their lives. Of course, they're going to be grateful to us. <laughs> ah, yeah. how much do you need for your uh, loot? Uh, it's a total of like fifty, um, but uh, you should t- well. I mean, if we go there tomorrow, I can ask the the purveyor to play it in in front of you, and you can feel the power in your bones. Uh, maybe you can uh, weigh in on what it might be worth. Ah, uh, well, I uh, did find some gold in the while we were down exploring a little bit, and I'll pull out twenty gold and put it on the table. Well, holy Consider shit. That, uh, Consider that uh, down payment on more of that uh, healing of yours in the future. <laughs> and um, that's smooth talking. Getting getting, uh, getting your brother free, that was uh, some pretty smooth talking there. So, so you say smooth talking to the kobolds uh, and smooth talking when you want to feel better. Yes. I looked toward Clovis. Were they kobolds? I just shook my head. They were warlocks. <laughs> they all right. look alike to me. I mean, makes sense that we battled the dragons, so makes sense that they were kobolds. Of course. Of course. That's what I think. I mean, you, I didn't see it, but uh, Nilar said you were amazing, so uh, that's two times I didn't see you were amazing, so hopefully next time I can be there for you. He really was. Al's always off. In safety, <laughs> like he misses all the action. I'm putting 20 gold into the uh, trade character. Trade character. I mean, <laughs> it was pretty cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what you said. So I appreciate it. Uh, I would like to uh, say uh, thank you for getting rid of it, so I can move across. Oh, by the way, thank you for building the boat. I mean. If it wasn't for the bath, and I looked down at my robes, oh, we got to go back and uh, get the closing. Um, don't we have to pick up the closing for the uh, party here in the next day or so? Yeah, it, it, it should be ready uh, the morning of the party. So wheel day morning in the a.m. or the, maybe afternoon at the latest if mm. they run into issues. What uh, what it's day to- is toil day? <laughs> I call is it toilet right? day. It's toil day, and it, that, it's like today because you're technically past midnight, but tomorrow yeah. will be toil day. Hmm. Oh, so uh, are we going to? Uh, well, uh, well, 
what I would like to say is we take a extended break here since uh, Z Propriety really likes you, Nilara, and we can, uh, you know, sleep in, uh, have some lunch after we wake up, maybe one, two, three. Uh, when the sun is uh, up across the zenith, we go down to the market uh, before it closes. I look at, uh, I look at the fine luthier uh, i play the music for you you guys determine whether it's good or not good we come back we have dinner we have a good night rest uh then the next day we pick up our clothing make sure it's good and then we go back and we go to the uh mayor's house for the party i mean that sounds like a good two days no oh um speaking of the mayor and then i tell everyone to come in closer um Carmen hasn't been keeping to himself lately, and I'm afraid that, you know, there's a possibility that the mayor could pick up our treason. What, oh, uh, what is this treason you, you speak of? But even still, rumors, rumors, if they spread, once they spread, it just gets bigger. Oh. And if someone wants to hold on to their power as much as the mayor does, who's to say he's not going to be overdramatic about it? Oh, that is true. I mean, perhaps we should have that conversation with the mayor. Uh, we're, we haven't agreed to do either one. Yes, the uh, shield should be beneficial for you, particularly what happened to you yesterday morning. But maybe the mayor can uh, uh, make a, a counteroffer where he can actually supply both the uh, reputation for the group and uh, he can force the other people to maybe uh, give up some of the taxes in the form of gear? I don't know. We might be biting off more than we could chew, Hal. It's an entire town. Hmm. I saw Clovis he ate a lot tonight. I'm not sure that we could bite off more than he can chew. Ah, uh, Hal. <laughs> okay, okay. I know I speak from inexperience. I'm a young man. Um, my birthday was last week. Um, the only reason why I can drink the beers uh, or the drinks or the uh, Shirley Temples with a little drop of this and that. But the bartender looks around like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's a guild house. It's okay. A lot of legal things happen. Like here. points at the wall, like minimum drinking age, eight. Oh, shit. Yeah. Eight. <laughs> In the abel, it was much different. <clears throat> I was cracked again. I'm still, I'm You're still, still growing. Still growing. I, I don't think I will yeah. reach my mature age for another seven years. Anyways, uh, I think we should uh, check out the markets tomorrow. See what's going on. Uh, maybe yeah. we check in with the proprietor tomorrow, and then we go. Maybe uh, see what Rin has to say about uh, what we found out. I mean, what did we find out, really? There's some sort of blood creature that mm -hmm. uh, now is occupying the lighthouse. Yes, and the blue light extends all the way underneath the, the pond. Mm -hmm. And there are creatures that worship uh, Belcora. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Very true. In fact, uh, when, you, when you say that, like across the bar, like behind the counter at the bar, like a glass is shatters and sends shards of glass everywhere. Are we not whispering? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you turn and look and the whole bar is looking over in that direction and really confused. Oh, we're just we're, we're just kidding. Was it the bartender? You, like, the, they're, um... Oh, make a perception check. 
Moved in. Full transparency, Hal does not whisper anything. He's like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, they definitely heard it. Definitely, no, Mukta definitely whispers. So, Yeah, Mukta whispers, but Hal doesn't, yeah. Yeah, you are speaking very loud. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it was behind the bar, but the barkeep was nowhere near where it happened. And also, the barkeep looks just as worried and confused as you are. It almost looks like it just shattered mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Well, friends, I'm going to turn in. I would like the king's suite or the kingly suite or the suite of the kings, whatever that means. Uh, I would like to go there and knock out for the night. I need four, no, five, like maybe in a pail, like uh, smaller versions of what they're supposed to be so I can take it as a nightcap. Um, not the cap that I wear, but so I could uh, have it before I wake up tomorrow. Well, before I go to sleep tonight. Okay. So let me ask you guys in like a, a sense of like, th- there's, you have two full days before the dinner party that you guys are being asked to attend. Do you guys plan to go back to the lighthouse tomorrow? Or are we just gonna like kind of do downtime and go straight into the party? Hal would like to say that he's going to sleep in super late, at least 12 hours from the time we go to bed. Because um, he's going to have, if, if they allow him to take the Coronitos pail upstairs, he's going to take it and he's going to drink it. Um, sure. And he's going to sleep in another 12 hours from there. Um, but he's going to get mm-hmm. up early enough to go to the market and see if uh, the group approves of him buying this virtuoso loot. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, Depending on what time that is, because we have to be back what the next morning to pick up the clothes. No, so so, so you're still 36 hours away from your clothes being ready, and you're about you're about 40 something hours from the party. Right, but if it if we go to sleep, Sal's gonna sleep another 12 hours. Right, so you still have 24 hours before your clothes are ready, and like you know 28 hours until the party starts. So we're gonna so we're saying like we can go to the market during the day, and then possibly go back to the gauntlet at night, and then the party in the morning. For- yeah, I want to know if you guys want to go back more exploring, or if you guys want to go straight into the party scene. Should we try to next go session, right? books and stuff? Try to stay out of trouble. Just Al would probably not want to go back to the gauntlet until after the party because he knows how he smelled once he left. Yeah, that's a good point. You don't want to show up stinking to the party. What about the rest of you guys? Mukta will. Mukta has no preference either way. He'll go along with what the party decides. Same with Clovis. I am good. I'm good if uh, part of the group wants to go back and search or if we just want to hang out. So we have two votes, whatever. One vote, go to the party, and then Nular? Um, So tonight I will, you know, answer Yin's invitation, sleep in, and then actually I do need to go to the mausoleum like the next day Mm -hmm. and uh, just do some um, downtime stuff with the person in there so okay yeah so it sounds like we're we might just start off with some role play and then we'll kind of merge into the party and then all of that'll happen before we go back and do more exploring so you know that gives you a few like at least a full day of downtime to think about stuff you want to do with your characters you know so does uh mukta see nulara go into unius matters room how are you being subtle about it, Nulara? You can make a. I actually can... wait until I wait until the um the last patrons like walk out of the bar. If Mukta's mm-hmm. still there, then I'll be like, eh, I'll grab a glass of wine and then knock on Yin's room. Okay, so yeah, you do see it, Mukta. Okay, 
Yeah, uh, she wakes up and like you just you don't see anything. But you just see like the door open and like New Lower going, and then the door closes. All right, so then we'll uh, go to sleep then. Okay, so <laughs> but no, let's let's go to level three. Let's give you guys experience. You know, we're what this is episode twelve. So yeah, you know, let's go to level three. All right. Okay, that is where we will end tonight's session.